What's going on, man? Welcome back to the basement. My name is Ron, or Ronald, as my mother calls me. If you're new here, this is a fantasy football channel. We do redraft, we do dynasty stuff, and today we're going to talk about my guy, Brandon Ayuk. I know you guys read the title. I know you guys have been seeing my tweets, the rankings. Everybody's on the Patreon that supports the channel, keeps us afloat here. They know I'm high on Brandon Ayuk. And, and at this point, this channel, my account, my Twitter account might as well be a Brandon Ayuk propaganda account. So I wanted to hop on here and explain myself, really put it into words how I feel about the guy and why you should be trading for Brandon Ayuk in literally every single one of your leagues. Like I'm telling you, I have Brandon Ayuk in more leagues than I don't have Brandon Ayuk. So without further ado, let's go. Now, before I get into Brandon Ayuk, if at any point in time during this video, you're fucking with the content, you know, you like the, the hot fire I'm spitting onto the mic through the airways into your ears, make sure you go down below, leave a like and subscribe. It really helps us out in the algorithm. And the growth we've been seeing recently is crazy, right? Like 1.25K subscribers. If you asked me if we would even get to like 700 subscribers three months ago, I would have said, I, I, I don't really know. So you guys have been killing it on the like button, on the subscribe button, clicking the notification bell. I love you guys, but before I keep on rambling, let's talk some Brandon Ayuk. I think it's pretty important because he's a second year player, his college profile still matters. So we're going to look at his college profile, his year one production, and then how I kind of see him panning out and his outlook over the next three years. You know, he was a Juco transfer coming into Arizona State, so that's already a red flag. It immediately kills his chances at a breakout age because, or a good breakout age, because there's not enough public data for a player to break out in junior college you know they could put up 2,000 yards as a freshman in junior college and it's kind of whatever you know I could go walk on from my county college and I could go put up a thousand yards receiving it doesn't mean that I'm going to get drafted or I'm going to have a better chance of hitting a top 24 season there's just not enough data so anytime a player goes to juco it already fucks up their analytic profile and probably the biggest red flag when he was a prospect I know we're kind of we're kind of ripping him apart here but this is probably his biggest flaw he didn't hit that 20 percent college dominator rating that we're looking for so that's market share of a team's passing yards and passing touchdowns we wanted players to hit 20 percent of that and that's like the definition of when he broke out we want to see them break out age 18 19 or like freshman sophomore he was a 21 year old junior and he didn't break out and i think that maybe you could give him a pass because he was in the same offense as Nikhil harry but we know that Nikhil harry's trash now so it's not a it's not a great excuse you know what i mean so he doesn't break out as a junior he breaks out as a 22 year old senior which is which is tough you know at that point in time before we take in anything else just his college production he kind of looks like Kadarius tony and the thing is that Brandon Ayuk kind of sucked until the NFL draft slash like the combine. The combine and the NFL draft is what really made him a good prospect in retrospect. And Brandon Ayuk is one of these prospect profiles where I find myself sort of learning things to look for because Ayuk was a big miss for me coming out of school. He comes to the combine, he measures in at six foot 205. So that already makes him an alpha. That's something I wasn't looking at last year. So he's an alpha and we want those. For any of you guys that are new here, we want alpha wide receivers. Generally speaking, alpha wide receivers, you know, we're talking about like Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, Allen Robinson, Keenan Allen, these big wide receivers that the man targets, they score more points, they have higher upside. And that's what we want in fantasy because the wide receiver twos and wide receiver threes aren't winning you championships. When you hit on a Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, setting the record for receptions type season, that's when you're winning your leagues. And probably my favorite part of Brandon Ayuk's profile is how explosive he is. He jumped out of the gym, out of everything, the 40-yard dash, the speed score didn't look that crazy, but he measured in with a 92nd percentile burst score. And it checks out because he had 14 touchdowns on 60 catches as a sophomore in junior college. So, you know, he's, he's scoring a lot of touchdowns on not many catches or opportunities. He also scored three touchdowns on 25 kick and punt returns and as a senior at arizona state he was third in yards after catch per reception in the the power five so he's 
just a liability with the ball in his hands. This guy is at fault to go take it to the crib, do something crazy with the, the rock in his hands. Like Brandon Ayuk is somebody that you just want to see have the ball in space because he can take it to the crib anytime. And those are the guys you really want to aim for because that's that's rare for an alpha. You know, when we're talking about D-Hop, Michael Thomas, they're more possession receivers, contested catch guys, red zone guys. But when we're talking about Ayuk and we're talking about an alpha that's explosive and, and a creator with the ball in his hands, that's when we start getting into Odell Beckham type territory. You know what I mean? That That's that that rare breed of receiver. And that's why I'm so excited about Ayuk. And now don't go into the comments. Tell me, oh, Brandon Ayuk is an Odell Beckham. I know Odell Beckham is literally like the greatest rookie wide receiver of all time. I'm not saying that he is Odell Beckham. I'm saying that they just, they have a similar play style. Ayuk isn't that Allen Robinson. He's much more Odell Beckham than that. And then like the last piece to his prospect profile is going to be getting drafted in the first round. He's a first round pick. He's an alpha. He has that playmaking explosion. I really like to see. And the wildest part is he was going at the 206 last year. So that is like that Kadarius Tony range. He was really slept on last year. And I, I was one of them. I didn't, I took him in one startup draft, like the 11th or 12th round. And that's paid off really well, but I wasn't high on Ayuk by any means. I was like right on market. And in year one, Ayuk proved us all wrong. Me, the dynasty community, you, if you were high on Brandon Ayuk, if you were high on Brandon Ayuk and you have like some kind of proof on it, tweet it to me, put it in the comments. I don't know. But all I know, Ayuk balled out as a rookie. And I think people are really overlooking that. He finished with 60 receptions, 748 receiving yards, and five touchdowns in just 12 games. He also had two touchdowns running the ball. Again, explosive playmaker. He like 77 yards and two touchdowns on like six carries is, is so crazy. And I know that that's Debo's role, you know, like the handoff kind of thing. But you can come in there. He can take a couple of handoffs himself and take it to the crib. It's crazy. And that's valuable. You know what I mean? If you can if you can bank on like two extra rushing touchdowns per year from Brandon Ayuk because he's going to get those carries like in the red zone. That's that's big for his end of season total. And he ended up leading the 49ers in all receiving stats. He finished with 15.4 points per game, which was the wide receiver 16. And it's not that impressive because George Kittle, Debo Samuel, they weren't there. So his, his volume stats aren't crazy. But on a per game basis, 15.4 points per game wide receiver 16 is a wild number. And to put that in perspective, CeeDee Lamb, someone that everyone's fallen head over heels for. And I like CeeDee Lamb not as much as like consensus, but CeeDee Lamb was wide as she were 35 in points per game last year and is getting drafted two to three rounds ahead of Ayuk in startups. And I know CeeDee Lamb had Dak go down, but Ayuk also had Jimmy Garoppolo go down. He didn't have a starting quarterback the entire season either. And to me, on, on my rankings on Patreon, I have Ayuk and CeeDee Lamb in the same tier. I have CeeDee Lamb just ahead because, you know, public consensus, the market, and CeeDee Lamb's prospect profile. But I still love Ayuk and I don't think that his talent level has actually caught up with the perception of dynasty right now. So that's why I think that he's a, he's a really good value because I'm starting to kind of adopt this idea personally that as much as I love prospect profiles, I think that we're too stubborn on them after year one. Year one is probably the most predictive thing that we have. If, if a player sinks or if he sinks or swims, that's the biggest indicator. Like if you suck your first year, but you were a crazy good prospect, it, I'd rather have the guy who was crazy good his first year and was a bad prospect. That That's my personal opinion because we just have to take in new information and just kind of go from there. You know, you don't know what was happening in college. You know, they're not getting paid. They're probably partying. Maybe their meals weren't right. There's like a billion factors going on in college. But when you go to the NFL, you were on the same playing field, apples to apples with the rest of the NFL talent. Everyone's on a meal plan. Everyone's in the gym. Everyone's doing the same shit every day. There's not all that, that nonsense going on. So I really like to look at that first year production and that's what i looked at on my buy high video or my sell low video i'll put that in the top left or top right and i you fits the mold perfectly of a buy high he's a top 50 startup pick in year two and he's heading into year two with that gained adp value and a lot of those guys that have that criteria they end up being Devonte adams michael thomas deandre hopkins of the world and when you put his year one into perspective d hop and michael thomas and all those range of outcomes they're not that far off. One of the most predictive things that we have in terms of like year one production is receiving grade on PFF. And I guess it, it kind of makes sense because as much as like production and stats are all are all cool, 
I, I do understand that in the NFL, like film is, is cool because it actually shows like who's balling, you know, like you could have Allen Robinson get an open every route, but you could get open, you could get to the top of your route, turn around for the ball and it could just be elsewhere or it could just get thrown to the bottom wide receiver. So it just really filters out the guys who are making plays. And Brandon Ayuk is one of 15 wide receivers to ever hit a 80 plus receiving grade ever as a rookie. And this is this is just a list of dogs. I'm going to put the, the list on the screen right now. We got Antonio Brown, Michael Thomas, Demarius Thomas, OBJ, Tyree Kill, AJ Brown. It's insane company. There's no misses on this list. Every single one of these players have been a dog in fantasy football. It's not like Brandon Ayuk doesn't belong on this list either. It's pretty crazy because he was top five in rookie years points per game out of this 15. So he's in the upper percentile for that. And he was in the top five of target share amongst the list of 15. So his, his rookie year stats are actually towards the top end of, of these 15 studs. And I don't think people are really factoring in how much he has a chance to be a superstar. When you command a 23% target share as a rookie, you naturally are gonna jump up to that elite 26% plus tier. Like 23% target share as a rookie is crazy. I think uh, Justin Jefferson had like a 25%, 26% target share and CeeDee Lamb had like 17.5%. And I get that that's a higher pass volume, but when you can just command a high target share in your offense, that's a really good sign that you're going to be an alpha. You're going to command a bunch of targets later on in your career. And that's when you can make that big step up and make that big jump. And for what it's worth too, his prospect profile was bad, but it also wasn't as bad as we we made it out to be. The first round draft capital and the size really matters. The uh, the Breakout Finder app, I love them over at Player Profiler. It's Josh Larkey on Twitter. He has this model or wide receiver model where it spits out like breakout ratings for all these wide receivers. And I inputted it into the sophomore database. I can't show it to you guys. But he ranked eighth on the list. So he was right in the middle in terms of like tier of prospects. Not like he's the worst prospect on that list at all. So he has as good a chance as any of them to be really good. And like I said, when we see this kind of stuff, we have to pivot, guys. I'm telling you, if you didn't like Ayuk, you can still get out from under that bad bet. We can, you just have to turn around, understand that Brandon Ayuk is on a, a crazy trajectory right now and it's not getting factored into his outlook at all. He's going at the 603 as the wide receiver 19 in startups right now. And that's really obtainable. I, I have him as my wide receiver 13 at the 408 and I'm getting him in almost every single startup. And I'm, I'm down to bet on him. I don't get why there's not any more, or I don't get why there's not more enthusiasm for Brandon Ayuk. He's the ex wide receiver on a Kyle Shanahan offense. You know, everyone loves Kyle Shanahan. And I'm not even a big Kyle Shanahan guy. I'm lower on Trey Sermon. I'm lower on Trey Lance. And I'm bigger into talent. But for all you guys out there that love Kyle Shanahan, why aren't we pumping up Ayuk? Why are we why are we high on Trey Lance and Trey Sermon? But we're not gassing up Ayuk. I, I don't understand. And I don't want to hear about Debo Samuel. I, I get that Debo Samuel, he was good in his first year. He was pretty good last year, but they don't play that same role. Nothing's really overlapping there. Debo's this flanker, slot, gadgety type, like thick boy in that offense. He's not playing that same like traditional X wide receiver role that an Ayuk is playing. And if their roles did overlap, Ayuk would have a similar average depth of target. It would be like below five yards, a gadgety type player like that. His average depth of target is 9.9 .9 yards. So on an average throw, he's catching it around the first down marker. Ayuk is much more of a traditional wide receiver than Debo is. Debo, Debo's in this weird like Kyle Shanahan only offense type role that, because usually a flanker, they're not going to be that short yardage guy. They're usually going to be like a deep threat. Like a, like a traditional flanker would be like a Deshaun Jackson or a, a Steve Smith or something like that, or like a Robbie Anderson. You're not traditionally putting a Debo Samuel at flanker. So it's kind of just like native to Kyle Shanahan's offense, but that's the role Debo's in. Ayuk is much more of a traditional wide receiver in this offense playing that X wide receiver spot. And you can see if you if you watch any of the highlights, any of the tape, he's out there lining up against the line of scrimmage on the perimeter playing as that like true alpha wide receiver in this offense. And that's why I don't think that their roles overlap. And now the biggest thing that we can put in Ayuk's favor is this quarterback upgrade. And it's not only a quarterback upgrade, but Trey Lance's skill set align a lot better with Ayuk. 
Trey Lance isn't a, a dump off passer. He's one of the biggest gunslingers in this class. He averaged the highest average depth of target in this class, and he threw the ball in the year 11.5 yards on average. That was his A dot, and it was it was way higher than all of them. Now I know we're at North Dakota State doing that kind of stuff, so that's bound to come down. But he's not looking to dump things off. He's looking to air it out, and that's that favors. Ayuk much more than it does Debo. Debo's going to have his manufactured touches. We're not going to get the same dink and dunks that we're getting from Jimmy Garoppolo and Mullins and all that. Trey Lance is going to want to throw the ball deep, throw the ball in the intermediate parts of the field. And like I said, that favors Brandon Ayuk. And Brandon Ayuk is going to be with Trey Lance for the next three to five, six, seven, eight, however many years Trey Lance and Ayuk are together. That's going to be a really, really fun and really good match. So just to get this straight, we have Brandon Ayuk paired with one of the next stud quarterbacks in the NFL. He's in a Kyle Shanahan offense and he produced an all-time rookie wide receiver top 16 wide receiver this season as a rookie and nobody cares but guess what i care sign me the fuck up for that i'm telling you guys if you're watching this video if you made it this far go send out an offer for brandon Ayuk right now just go open up sleeper go open up mfl go make an offer for brandon Ayuk because nobody's really factoring in how crazy he could be I, we could be coming around next season and he could easily be considered a top 10 dynasty wide receiver and it wouldn't shock me at all so yeah man make sure you're buying brandon Ayuk, getting him in startups i'm telling you he is going to be somebody that i want on all my teams him t higgins and lavisca chanel are guys i want on all of my teams especially the ones that aren't contending because i think that a lot of those players are one year out from being in the wide receiver one conversation and when i mean wide receiver one i mean top 12 so before you get angry and go into the comments and, and light me up for that and anyways man if you have any sophomore player that you want me to do next i'm going to be doing as many sophomore player videos as i can because we have this little gap between now and like when redraft season really picks up and i want to squeeze as much dynasty content as i can because i'm having a lot of fun with it right now so any sophomore player you want to do i definitely want to do lavisca chanel but we can do anybody there's gibson ceh i got running backs quarterbacks wide receivers anybody that you want to see i also want to do like a jalen hurts revisited video because after getting all the sophomore data together i've actually found that jalen hurts looks pretty good in the database but that's neither here nor there if you enjoyed this video man make sure you go down below subscribe leave a like and while you're down there commenting on what sophomore player i should look at next make sure you go down below subscribe and leave a like and at the top of the description man join the discord we do mock drafts on there we get we, we grade each other's trades on there we're just like it's a place for the, our community to be housed and we help each other out with our dynasty teams we just talk shop talk football and as always man you can find me at ronstore underscore on twitter i will probably do a thread on this eventually Maybe next week, maybe the week after that. I don't know, man. I'm trying to kick out as many videos as I can for you guys. I'm going uh, I'm, I'm to be putting out. I'm going to give you guys all I got this summer. And with that being said, I'll see you guys in the next one. Cause it's so crisp The most broken Scold stock broke I went on solstice I could win an Oscar Russian accent Oscar Acid addict Parsley I could act the best